Welcome to the No Wasted Days podcast. I'm Blaine Marion. And I'm Courtney Marion. And on this podcast, we dive deep into the unconventional ways we got sober. And how we continue to stay sober. Well, welcome to the No Wasted Days podcast. I'm your co-host, Blaine Marion. And I'm your other host, Courtney Marion. Yeah, today we are on episode 11, and we're going to be talking about spirituality. Ooh, this will be a loaded one. This should be a good one. Yeah, this should be a pretty good one. So, Courtney, uh, what do you think, what's your definition of spirituality? Ooh, well, Webster's Dictionary says, no, I'm just kidding. Um, So, my definition of spirituality is very unique to me. Um, I feel like every single person that's spiritual, the definition that you will give will depend on what you believe in. Um, To me, spirituality is seeing things from a different perspective, uh, realizing the impact that you have on this earth, the impact that you have on other people. And I very much believe in the three times rule, which is essentially what I put out, I will get back three times. So if I put out something shitty, I'm going to get shit on all day long. (laughs) But if I put out good stuff and I put out, you know, like prosperity and like thoughts for mankind and like good shit like that, and I put out love, I feel like I will receive that back. Nice. Yeah, for me, I think spirituality is just believing in something kind of bigger than yourself, you know, like, it's not, to me, it's not like a religious thing at all. Like, I don't, uh, I don't consider myself a religious person at all. Not at all. (laughs) But I do believe that there's something greater out there that if you want to call it a higher power or God or whatever, but I just think that, you know, it's something that created the earth and kind of the way that you you think and the things that you do and karma and all that kind of stuff, it all kind of intertwines. And that's kind of what I think spirituality is. And I think it's a kind of a pretty cool thing, actually. It is. And I think it's one of those things that when you dive into, like there's, you could look into it for fucking years. You people study this shit for their whole life. Mm-hmm. And as you go through it and as you hit different, as you have different experiences, like you, your perception of spirituality changes all the time. If you would ask me what my spirituality was like fuck four or five years ago, I would have looked you dead in the eye and been like, what the fuck are you talking about? Yeah. Yeah. I was just going to ask you, like, do you think that the longer you're sober, the more spiritual you get? Absolutely. Yeah. Me too. I find you kind of get more in tune with uh, the universe and, you know, I call it, I call it God or whatever, not my God is a different God than the one in the Bible. I I don't like the Bible. I tried to read it, and I thought it was a bunch of bullshit, to be honest. <laughs> your God is an alien, and that's yes. fine, because you're allowed, because it's your fucking spiritual, your spirituality. Yes. Your God can be whatever the fuck. If you want your God to be a giant fucking cat, like the Egyptians did, fuck it. Your God is a giant cat. Yeah. So when we were still in active addiction, did you use spirituality at all to when you first got sober at all, or...? No, honestly, I, fuck, I didn't, I would say it it wasn't until we moved to Hudson's Hope that I actually, like, took, not an interest, but, like, I I started to be drawn to it, and I honestly think that has more to do with uh, the milestones of sobriety. Mm -hmm. So, the first year is very much a process of just fucking trying to keep it together, trying to keep it together, staying away from those triggers, trying to fucking feel better, like, hitting, it was was almost, in a way, a bit of a selfish uh, process, but it needs to be because it's your sobriety. So that's for the first about year or so I spent so much time just making sure I wasn't fucking up, making sure I was avoiding triggers, making sure I was staying on top of my shit. 
And then after about a year, maybe a little long, like, yeah, a year and a few months, I started to feel, I started to relax, like relax in the process. Cause I know I fucking had it. I knew that I was the handle I had on it was good enough that I could start to like look outside myself. And you also get this crazy thing where it's just all of a sudden clarity mm-hmm. when that brain fog lifts and like, you don't have to focus so intensely on fucking keeping the bottle out of your hand, you get a clarity. And then all of a sudden when that kicks in, you're like, Holy shit, there's so much, there's something out here that is so much bigger than me and it's bigger than you. And it's bigger than fucking the town of Hudson's hope, which isn't you know hard to beat, <laughs> but it's bigger than fucking, it's bigger than all of us. Yeah. I, uh, when we first got sober, I remember, I haven't told this story on the podcast, but I've told it to some people anyway. I remember I was maybe like, I don't know, maybe a week into my sobriety and it was right before Christmas time. And I went to my uncle Clayton's house and we were having like, like a Christmas dinner get together kind of thing. And it was like just after my grandpa passed away. And I remember like, a lot of the people there were, you know, drinking beer and stuff. And, like, nobody knew that I had, like, a problem. And, like, I I didn't want to drink or whatever. But, like, being there and around, like, the alcohol, I was, like... Sugar central. Yeah, I was just, like, oh, man. I, like, I really wanted to drink. And I fought it and I fought it. And I didn't, thank God. And, anyway, I, I got in my truck when it was time to leave and go home. And on the way home, I seen 11-11 on the clock and I made a wish and I wished to whoever, I don't know, God, I guess the universe, your grandpa, my grandpa, maybe. And I just asked for like, man, like, please make this easier. And honestly, every day since then it's been fucking easier and it's crazy. Like I would have never, I don't know how it happened. I don't know. Like I said before, I tried to get sober over and over again in the last, like, three days. <laughs> but ever since that day, like, day by day, it's just gotten easier and easier to the point where now it's like, I'm good. I'm strong in my sobriety. I'm living an amazing life. It's crazy what happens when you just – they say in AA, like, when you give up whatever to the higher power. And I think – I guess that happened to me, I guess. It's, yeah, and I mean, like, and again, like, that's, I feel like AA is more like, oh, the higher power is God or Jesus or whatever, but, mm-hmm. like, for me, I think my higher power are, like, I honestly, so I do believe in, like, some aspects of, like, I think everybody has, like, guardian angels and, like, spirits, like, I know that I have probably, like, my grandma and probably my brother, like, I know I have people on the upside of things that are, like, okay, bitch, like, what are you doing? Yeah. Dial it the fuck back, you're being stupid, like, I know I have people on that side of things so I do believe in like that aspect of it I think everybody has a guardian angel I think everybody's got their guides and people they that you know have that uh have that connection to keep them keep them going yeah so I definitely believe in that part of spirituality um and yeah like again I don't pray to I don't really pray much but I do put shit out there to the universe and it's usually just for my highest good for our highest good for mankind's highest good even yeah, when I, uh, like, when we were first getting sober, like, the first 30, 60 days, whatever, like, I remember just being, like, so thankful and just, like, saying thank you out loud, like, when I was by myself, like, driving or whatever, and it was crazy. Like, I don't, you don't really know who you're, like, saying thank you to, but it's kind of just, you know, like, the universe, whatever yeah, you want to call Even at that point, thankful to yourself for keeping it yeah. together, right? Like, that's fucking huge, especially early sobriety. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I find, like, as I've as I went on and stuff, it's just kind of gotten 
more powerful kind of those feelings of just being one with the universe. And I think nature plays a huge part in it, you know, being outside doing stuff in nature, foraging, like, you know, I think today's day and age where everything's kind of geared towards technology and being on your phone 24 seven. on your ass and, and fucking being connected through social media where you only post the highlights. You never see the mm-hmm. real shit. And like social media is a good, it's a good tool, but it's kind of, some people use it in the wrong way. You know, you got all these, all these damn filters. Everybody's using a filter on their pictures. It's like, you don't look like that. Just, I know you go fucking missing. Uh, ain't nobody gonna be able to find your ass. Cause that's not how you look. It. Like fuck, just embrace your fucking ugly and go with it. That's what everybody else does. That's like, what I do. Everybody looks good anyway. Just post a picture of yourself. You don't need the filter. Right? You don't need all that bullshit. You just look fucking stupid and childish. That's my rant for the day. Yeah. But honestly, the time I feel the most spiritual is when I'm outside. I remember this memory just came up today. A year ago, we were out and we just went and laid in the trees. We laid on the moss. <laughs> on the moss, yeah. Yeah, we stared up at the sky. It was a beautiful spring day and it's just quiet and you're sitting around with trees that are hundreds of years old. And it's like, how can you not feel connected to the earth? Like, you're laying on it, you know? Right? And you're, well, you're grounding, right? You're fucking sunk it into that and you're feeling the earth and the earth is feeling you. They call that grounding and grounding is so important. So fucking mm-hmm. important. I like in the summertime in the fall, I love to walk around barefoot in our, like in our pasture, even in the winter, I'll snow. Uh, it's called snow grounding where you take your shoes off and you walk on like fresh snow. Mind you, that's a little fucking cold. So that's usually, <laughs> that's usually a pretty quick uh, sprint when I do that, but it's so important to be grounded to the fucking earth and to feel you're like, you're connected because we are connected and like, technology social media it makes us so we're not connected and that's why we feel fucking anxiety a lot of the times that's why we feel out of our own body and out of our own controls mm-hmm. yeah yeah definitely being spiritual is it's a game changer really i mean you can you get a lot out of it i find and like uh, for me i i honestly like i feel most connected like i feel most spiritual when i'm in times of need or when I'm in times of like, fuck me. Like when I'm, when I'm hurting or when I'm, you know, mm-hmm. when life has thrown me a really shitty fucking ball, like, or that's usually when I feel like the most, like, fuck me. Like I literally, like, I'd say like three days ago, I've, I had like a little cat nap during the day mm-hmm. and I was feeling shitty and like, just had my own shit on the go. And I woke up, like I had this weird thing where before I woke up, I literally, it said like in my brain, it's fucking crazy. Like I can't even describe it, but spiritual people will get it. Where in my brain, something flashed before I woke up and it literally said, ask for help. Mm-hmm. And then I woke up and was like, what the fuck just happened? <laughs> but I'm like, shit, like weird shit like that has happened to me. So I just like woke up and was like, well, that was fucking weird. And then I just said it out loud. I was like, I need fucking help. Yeah. Like I need help. And then the last like three, like this is three days. This was three days ago. And from the last like three days, I progressively like I'm feeling myself again. I'm fucking I'm getting back that energy, that like drive, that shit that I had going that I had temporarily lost. Like it was crazy though. It was just like a weird fucking moment. And then once I said it out loud, I just gradually started to feel better. Mm-hmm. And I know that that's something or someone being like, okay, bitch is struggling. She needs a fucking laugh. She needs something, right? Yeah. I know that's somebody that like yeah, that's something out there that's fucking telling me like, okay, keep going. You got this. You'll figure it out. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Yeah, with uh, just in, like you said earlier, in early sobriety, you know, it's your, everything is just trying to stay sober. It's, it's everybody knows if you're on the sober train, it's hard. Like, it's, it's damn near impossible. It's survival mode. 
Yeah. Right? Like, you're fucking, every part of you is just, like, keep it together. Don't drink today. Don't drink today. You can mm-hmm. fucking do it. Like, it's just survival mode. Yeah. And one of the things that I find that's helped me with that was my journal, 100%. Because you can write in it every morning and just write down what you're feeling. And it's crazy how much, like, how different you feel when you start your day off that way. You can really, you can really start your day off on a positive note and just, you know, write down some goals you want to do or whatever, whatever you want to write in it, go, go for it. Even just waking up with that, like that gratitude, that just like, fuck yeah, I get to live another day. I'm not fucking hungover. Like I, the world is my oyster, man. I could fucking tackle this any day of the week. Yeah. Yeah. It's pretty cool stuff. And then, uh, you got, uh, your morning routine that you do. Here at uh, here at Macaroni Meadows, do you always pull? What are they? Either uh, what are they Ta- oracle cards. Uh, you uh, do oracle cards, but now I've recently moved on to tarot cards. I was always scared shitless to do like to get a tarot deck because you get like the fucking tower and the death card, which I both got. Like the, I'm pretty sure my third pull ever <laughs> was the fucking death card. And I was like, God damn it! <laughs> but it's actually really cool because that's a tool that I've been you know kind of using and like what I was so intimidated by, but now I use it daily. Like. I get all kinds of fucking crazy shit that, like, I'm like, holy fuck. Like, I knew that was coming because I pulled cards on it previously. Like, it's fucking wild. And the more you use it, like, the stronger your connection is. Mm -hmm. Um, It's definitely something that, you know, again, five years ago, if you're like, oh, she's playing with tarot cards. And fucking, I would have been like, yeah, get the fuck out of here. But, yeah, it's it's, I consider that, like, such a cool, unique tool in spirituality. And something that I literally, some mornings, that's just the highlight of my day. Just to fucking pull a couple cards and see what's going on. Yeah, it's, it's pretty neat. I, I actually just got my own deck here not long ago, maybe three or four days ago, or four or five, I don't know. Yep. And uh, <clears throat> yesterday I pulled I pulled a card, and I forget what it was, but it was something about the world card or something like that. And basically it was just saying, like, there's so much outside stuff going on in the world that there's, there's too much to concentrate on. Mm-hmm. So basically it's, like, just live in your own little world and control what you can control and what you can't. Like who gives a shit? Like give a fucking, yeah. Give it back to the universe. It's yeah. Figure it's figure its way out one way or the other. And what I thought was really cool. So we had Blaine's brother and his girlfriend out, uh, probably about a week ago. And like, I'm just going to say, Sheldon, I know you're listening. I know you guys, I know they weren't like super like sold on it, Yeah. but like they came, they both pulled cards and they're both like, and I could see like the fucking gears going. I was like, they're like, wow, like this is eerily fitting. Yes, of course it's going to be fitting because when you pull that card and you see what's on it, whatever's going on in your fucking brain, whatever's going on in your life, it's going to trigger. Yeah, it's not the actual card. It's the first thing that comes to your brain when you see it. It's, it's kinda... your intuition being like, oh, mm-hmm. fuck. Like, that. yeah, it's like you're, you're basically you're justifying your own thoughts. And that's what they're for is to bring awareness to shit going on in your life. Your first, yeah, yeah your first thought, your first when you pull those cards is like, that's your intuition being like, I need to deal with this. Mm-hmm. Or like, this is on the back burner here. Like, I need to fucking, I need to step her up yeah it's really neat like i don't know about you but my brain i i swear i got adhd or something we all do it's this generation <laughs> like my brain i am constantly thinking of shit all day every day you know i see somebody walking with cowboy boots oh there's a cowboy <laughs> like that's just the way my brain works Yeehaw. and it's nice to quiet down in the morning and just sit there and think and you know and it's actually really cool. I like. I enjoy pulling them. I, it's actually pretty cool, and I've incorporated it into my uh, morning routines. It's, it's a cool way to start your day. Have a cup of coffee after I do my journaling, and pull a card and see what the day is going to bring. 
And it's interesting because before Blaine started, which, cause he's only been doing this for a couple days, this motherfucker was so loud in the mornings. I used to get <laughs> so pissed off. I'd be like, you're killing my vibration. I'd be like, you're killing my vibration. Like vibration killer, fucking tone it down. And yeah, he'd be yeah. like, I'm singing and dancing and doing his thing. He still does that now, but at least now I get like fucking a solid 10, 15 minutes of quiet in the morning to like do my <laughs> thing. It just like, it sets the day straight. Cause it's, I'm like, you're too loud. You can't talk to the fucking universe if you're yapping all the time. And like, I get it. I'm a fuck. I'm the person that talks more, like one of the fucking people that talk the most in this whole entire world. But if you want to make that connection, you want to fucking put her out there and listen for your response. You got to tone her down a little bit. Yeah. You got to quiet her down and sit there and enjoy some peace. (laughs) Something I don't do all the time. I got to take my own advice. Well, and you know what? Fuck absorb this world is so chaotic this world is so fucked up and every time you turn every time you'd like look on the news god forbid you watch the news because that's a fucking waste of time and just prop down anyway <laughs> but like everywhere you look it's just chaos and fucked up shit like take every ounce of peace you can get and just soak it up yeah that's uh that's one of the things that i don't let bother me any outside bullshit in the world like if it doesn't bring me peace it's not serving me and it can just fuck off right Absolutely. If it's not if, like situations, fucking people, like anything general, if you don't fucking, yeah, if you're not, if you're not, if you're bringing me fucking down and you're, you're just disrupting my peace, get the fuck out of here. Yeah. Yeah. That's pretty cool. That's um, the best part. Just fuck, protect your peace at all costs. That's a huge part of spirituality. Protect your peace and do not let other people steal it from you. Cause they'll try. Oh yeah. And that's the, and you know what, something I find too, the more enlightened you get, I hate even saying that word because I find it tacky, but like the more you fucking on that side you get and the more peace you get, mm-hmm. the more people will try and fucking steal it from you. Yeah. They really will. Yeah. The, uh, another thing with spirituality, I know I haven't got into this on the podcast yet. I'm going to have a future episode on it. But one of the things that I used to, to get sober, even before I got sober, was uh, magic mushrooms. <laughs> and... <laughs> If anybody has ever eaten them, they know that, uh, yeah, I honestly can barely explain it. Like, you get this feeling, and you just know that there is more out there than, like, this planet, this earth, this situation where we're living in. You know there's more, and it's, honestly, I think mushrooms are the biggest tool for any well maybe not anybody but for a lot of people that are struggling with addiction i think there's all kinds of research being done on it now and well i did it you can use them <laughs> well, as, I did it, yeah. you can use them as a tool to get sober and it's yeah there's some crazy stuff and yeah in future episodes i'll go into more detail about that but it's just another tool in your repertoire. To- well, I mean, so Blaine and I are different in the sense I've done mushrooms a few times. Um, when I did do them, I enjoyed them. Like I had fun, but I don't something tied in with addiction. Like I have a really hard time letting control go. Like I, and with mushrooms and shit like that, like you have to let control go. Yeah, you have to. And, be, I, and I'm sure it's just fucking addiction. And like, I even have a hard time staying up past like fucking midnight. Like there's just yeah. something about that. That's hardwired in my head. That's like, no, like you mm-hmm. fucking, you hold on to control for kicking and screaming. You fucking hold on to it. Cause you know, bad shit happens when you don't. 
Yeah. Um, but I mean, that's definitely a tool that a lot of people could benefit from. Again, that's not necessarily my neck of the woods. I get my fucking spirituality and shit in other ways, mm-hmm. but I do, I have seen the effect on Blaine. I've seen the effect on our, like other people that are struggling. Yeah. And then, yeah, like you said, they're fucking doing medical research on it now. Like it's, mm-hmm. it is definitely something that is in your repertoire. Yeah. It's 100% going to help a lot of people. As long as people just don't look at them as like a, a quote unquote drug or like party drug or yeah. like, yeah. And like, yeah, they can be used for that, but you shouldn't, you shouldn't eat mushrooms and go to the bar. Like they're not, they're a medicine. They're not a drug. So please, if you're doing that, I don't know. Don't. Well, and also be aware of the fact that, you know, a trauma plays a part in all this. So when you go on mushroom trips and shit, if you're fucking heavy doubt, like I'm dosing, <coughs> Mm-hmm. You can have some pretty weird, crazy shit from the past fucking sneak up on you. And that's oh, yeah. why people have bad trips and scary trips because that's you're activating a fucking source of you that's trauma. Yeah. The first bad trip I had was the reason why I got sober. It's insane. Insane. That'll be an intro. I'm, I'm intrigued. We should have, we should interview somebody for that episode. That'll be a really good episode. Yeah. You yeah. I was kind of thinking. You need too. somebody to play off with more than me. Cause I've only done them like a fucking handful of mm-hmm. times. The one time, I did them very early sobriety. I think New we were Year's like Eve. New Year's Eve. Yeah, we were like maybe less less than a month in. Less yeah, because we got sober December. I was December fifteenth. You were the ninth. Yeah, and fucking because everybody else was getting drunk and doing shit, and we're like, what the hell are we gonna do? We were like the fucking idle hands, didn't know what to do. Mm-hmm. We ended up doing mushrooms and chilling out on the lake, uh, Charlie Lake, there on the fucking. We drove out there and chilled there, and I took my hair and braided it into a fucking Cindy Lou bun on the top <laughs> of my head. Completely forgot about it. We got home and I like looked in the mirror and I was like, holy fuck. And I laughed for probably like fucking 10 minutes straight. I was like, look at my hair. I'm not even fucking kidding you. That was one of the best nights of my life. That was a lot of fun. I swear to God. It was one of the best nights of my life. I remember, like, when they first hit, I was like, oh, I, like, I don't feel fun. Like, I was like, I kind of feel funny. I'm like, oh, but I don't feel anything crazy. Not compared to being like so fucked out of your face on like booze and shit that you're like, yeah. oh, I can't even function. I was like, ah, I feel fun. Next thing I knew, I was like, we're a tiny car. We're touching the ice. <laughs> yeah. The moon is following us. And we just like fucking laughed and had the greatest time. Oh yeah. It was amazing. Yeah. It's definitely, you got to be careful. I don't recommend doing what I did oh, and going in by yourself. And I mean, you can, if you're strong, I don't know. Maybe I was or strong. If you're strong, you're brave. <laughs> if you're brave, you're yeah. You're fucking brave. Word. That's the right it's word. Pretty, it's pretty intense. So just, if you're going to do it, I'm, who am I to tell you what the hell to do? Go ahead, but and be also, careful. And also know too, like, so that is a tool for spirituality. Absolutely. But there are people, I learned this. I recently did like a fucking psychic medium course because mm-hmm. I like to dabble in that kind of shit. And, like, the instructor was like, you do not do mushrooms. You do not smoke marijuana to enter, like, the other realms and blah, blah, blah. So you do, like, some people are very, very against that. Again, I'm not against that. I'm against, I'm not against any of it. I'm just, for myself, I just have a really hard time letting go of control. That's why I don't use that kind of tool. I think they're against it because you never know what you're going to let in. Like, from one mushroom trip to the next, you never really know. Well, you never know what trauma you could fucking bring up if you yeah yeah you never know right it's a it's a fucking card pull it's a spin of the fucking wheel of fate every time right yeah yeah and then um just a couple other things you know there's uh things that you do around the house i know on the first of the month you always blow cinnamon (laughs) through the door (laughs) yes that is non-negotiable cinnamon gets blown through the door every fucking first of the month 
Um, I set my intentions. I usually like to do a nice like little clean of the house too, because mm-hmm. you want to sweep out, you want to sweep and clean out the last month's fucking gross, dirty, stagnant energy and bring in new stuff. Yeah. I like to light like an incense and a candle and I fucking, I blow my cinnamon through the door. And usually with the cinnamon, I have an intention. I'll set my intention for that month. A lot of it is just like prosperity, peace, mm-hmm. like good health, like motivation. It kind of depends what, uh, kind of yeah. depends where I'm at or how I'm feeling. But a lot of it is just general well-being and prosperity. Yeah. And I think like the more sober a person gets, the more spiritual, uh, spiritual you get, Kind of because when you're in active addiction, your life is just literally chaos. It's just shit most of the time. Like, it's just an endless cycle of... I pretty much had, like, a three-day cycle. Like, get drunk as fuck, be hungover, and eat like shit, and then the next day feel good, and then the next day get drunk again. That was pretty much a cycle I repeated for, like, years. It was like a cyclone of fucking destruction every which way. Oh, yeah. You never... But functioning destruction, I'll give us that. We did always manage to keep yeah. that fucking end of things. But it wasn't good, and it was never... It never produced anything other than fucking more trauma and bullshit for ourselves. Yeah, and I think just living in that chaos for so long that now it's... You know, everything kind of slows down when you get sober, and you just kind of... You really start to enjoy, like I said before, the little things like a cup of coffee and the sunrise. And you know, the, one of the weirdest things is you start to like birds. <laughs> when you're when you're drunk and you stay up till five, six in the morning, doing oh, God knows what. That's the grossest. The birds thing. in the morning are the worst fucking sound because you know you've been up to no good. You're kind of a piece of shit. Kind of. <laughs> I mean, really. That's about the time your rooster crows. Like, yeah. Fuck. Jesus. And then you're trying to go to bed and the sun is hitting you. It's six, seven in the morning. Oh, fuck me. Now Garbage. I wake up to the birds and it's just like, oh man, morning birds, morning house. You know, it's, it's fucking amazing. I love it. What a difference. It is. And it's just a peace and tranquility that I always wanted and I always craved and I never once fucking put in the effort to get it. And I just reached for easy fixes for so fucking long. Yeah. And like, and it's hard sometimes cause I see other people re- like repeatedly grabbing these easy fixes and I'm just like, fuck man, you're in a shit spiral. And I'm not saying that to judge cause I was in a shit fucking spiral too. Yeah. Uh, but that's another thing of spirituality is you like you for want me, the best for people. I want to help. Yeah, absolutely. Like I want other people to fuck. I want to help other people. And like, mm-hmm. it's funny because I, I post a lot of my shit on like Instagram or whatever. And I have people kind of reach out and they're like, are you a witch? Like, are you a pagan? Are you a whatever? And I'm like, I'm just a <laughs> fucking Courtney. Yeah. I'm an ex drunk trying to fucking do better, trying to live my fucking best authentic self and just trying to fucking put some good shit out in the world and hoping it gets back, returned back to me. And honestly, my life's pretty fucking good right now i can't complain about a whole lot sure nobody's life is perfect some days are harder than others some days are better than others but you know what for the overall picture i feel fucking great i've never i've never been happier i've never been more content and i've never seen a brighter fucking outcome for my future and your future too yeah it's true i've never been as happy as i am now ever like i literally i wake up and i'm fucking so thankful for everything we have i'm so thankful that you know i've cut out and I've gotten rid of the shit that wasn't serving me. And some of the shit was so fucking hard to get rid of. Like people, uh, like my old job, like tons of shit that was so fucking hard to get rid of mm-hmm. and to like cut that out. I'm just like deep down. I'm so fucking thankful because I just feel so good. Yeah. Yeah. It's crazy. Like what are we just, we're over two years sober now and it's man, a whole different life. We, 
go for walks every day. We're working out. We eat healthy. We do everything that's just so amazing. We thank the universe constantly for how good we feel. I make moon water with the phases of the fucking moon. Oh, yes, that's I right. make moon water. Which is actually really cool. So if any of you like spiritual witchy ass people, whatever the fuck you want to, I don't like labels, whatever you want to call yourself. <laughs> um, something that I really love to do. I make uh, wa- like I take water. I use spring water. I use uh, what really like spring water. Um, and I put it in a glass container and it went on usually the full moon and the new moon. I fucking send an intention. I, you know, I'd be like, and I put it under the water. I put it under the moon. Um, it, obviously in the wintertime, you're not going to want to leave it out for too long because she may freeze, but in the upcoming months here, I leave it out all fucking night and I set an intention. Like I want this, you know, this water is for prosperity. Like when I drink it, when I use it, it's going to bring me abundance. It's going to bring me fucking confidence. It's going to be, bring me whatever the fuck I'm feeling that I'm lacking in my life. Mm-hmm. And like, I use it for everything. I make coffee with it. I fucking give it to my chickens. I give it to my <laughs> animals. And even if it is just a placebo effect, it's fucking working for me. Yeah. No kidding. Yeah, another like thing about like the full moon and the new moon and stuff is you've gotten into you said it in the hobbies episode. You've gotten into crystals a lot lately. Mm-hmm. I'm holding one right now. I got a totem. I've got a malachite. There you go. Yeah. And uh, I these things are so spiritual. Yes. Like they like if you you have that crystal bible mm-hmm. and you can go in there and read like the properties on each one. And, like, they all have something, you know, like, some cure uh, depression, anxiety. Addiction. addiction. Blue good for addiction. There's ones that are good for sleeping. Insomnia. Confidence, self-love, like, all these things. You name it. And I believe in it. I didn't at first. I will admit. I know. When you first started, I was, like, a cool-looking rock. <laughs> like, <laughs> I was to pay for that fucking thing. I was like, oh, yeah, it's a pretty cool-looking rock. Okay. <laughs> and I, like, I didn't get it, to be honest. And then you got me a bracelet, a um, uh, hematite. Hematite, yep. And I, as soon as I put it on, I was like, whoa. I felt different. And ever since then, I'm, oh, I'm big into it. I got all kinds of bracelets. I switch them up every day. He fucking, he pairs his bracelets to match his outfit. Yeah. I I think we may have morphed into the same person somewhere down this fucking line. Yeah. And I honestly, I believe in these things. I really do. I, you know, if you ever have like a hard day and you're stressed out, you just kind of lay there. You can put them on yourself and put them on your forehead. I, I, I don't know. I feel different. When I know I'm about to deal with somebody who always fucking, like, gets me riled up, I'm like, holy fuck, I'm bringing my selenite, boys, it's on. (laughs) Selenite to keep the, oh, yeah, that's another thing. So I put selenite at all the um, entrances of my house because it's supposed to ward off, like, fucking negativity. It's supposed to, it's being very protective. Um, I got got rocks and crystals all over this house. This house is fucking, (laughs) from start to finish, it's rocks and crystals. Uh, rose quartz is a good one too. Just if you need, if you're at like dealing with pro- like self love issues, mm-hmm. like fuck, have some like rose quartz on you. And you know what? Like at the end of the day, you know, it's like, oh yeah, everything crystals cost money. Everything fucking costs money. Yeah. And not only do I feel better, my house looks fucking cool. I'm yeah, they, they're really cool. I I, a, I enjoy them a lot. I have a crystal dealer. Yeah, that's true. I have a crystal dealer. <laughs> yeah, we used to have a drug dealer. Now we got a now crystal we have a fucking dealer. crystal dealer, right? Like, who the fuck are we? <laughs> oh, fuck. Well, guys, this was uh, episode eleven on spirituality for the No Wasted Days podcast. We hope everybody liked it. And remember, just put out good thoughts into the uh, universe, and 
like you say, you get everything that comes back, so. Also, blow cinnamon through your door the first of every month and put your intentions in that. That shit works. There you go. Blow, make sure you don't forget about the cinnamon. That's right. It's important. Prosperity, baby. All right, guys. check uh, Tune in to uh, No Waste Days podcast next Friday. We'll be coming at you with another episode. Peace. Peace.